Psalm 126 and 5 declares this. They, somebody shout us. They that sow in tears. Somebody shout tears. Shall reap. Not might. Not maybe. Not potentially. Not hypothetically. They that sow in tears shall reap in joy. And he that goeth forth and weepeth, bearing precious seed, shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing his sheaves with him. They that sow in tears shall reap somebody shout it with me enjoy I feel the Holy Ghost in the room there's something there's something happening in the field tonight I want to preach to some people that's got some unanswered prayers tonight the Holy Ghost wants to minister to some people that are that are waiting in the balance in life. Life hasn't been that great lately. But I, I believe that to everything that there's a season. And I want to tell somebody you're about to change seasons. Come on, I feel the Holy Ghost ministering right now. Come on, somebody's coming out of the hardest season of your life. Come on, somebody's on the brink of walking out. Come on, something's about to happen in the field. Something's about to break forth. Come on, something's about to sprout in the spirit. I feel the Holy Ghost. Come on, I want you to give God praise. Come on, there's been some weeping. I want you to give God praise if there's been some tears. Come on, God's about to change the channel. God's about to turn the page. God, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. Come on, they that sow in tears. I want you to rejoice right now in the Holy Ghost. Jesus, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus. Amen. Tonight, with the help of God, it's 7.28 p.m. And I want God to speak to us. And I want to preach from this thought, the reaping. Somebody shout the reaping. The reaping of weepers. The reaping of reapers. Amen. Somebody turn to your neighbor and tell them there's a miracle in your field. Amen. God bless you in the fear of the Lord. You may be seated tonight in Jesus' name. The reaping, the reaping of weepers. I want to, I want to minister transparently from this desk tonight. From the front all the way to the back, I pray that we can let our spirits hear clearly what God is wanting to say to us. And I want to preach as transparently as I can. I know many of us, we worked hard, may be a little tired in body, but I pray that your spirit would hear, would hear the word of the Lord. Anybody ready? Hallelujah. I think every one of us can attest to being on 
either side of the humanistic spectrum of emotion. On the spectrum of emotions that we can have as human beings at the apex and at the lowest point of emotion, I think that we can all say that we've been on the side of both. At the highest point, somebody shout joy. At the highest point of human emotion, when life, life cannot be any better, when days cannot be any brighter, when things cannot be going, going any better for us, we, we know what it feels like to have good things happening, to have happy times, to have, to have moments in our life that joy, somebody shout joy. That joy, that joy is reigning in our world. We know what that feels like. Joy, joy can be so beautiful that you can have moments of your life that joy can bring you to speechlessness. Anybody ever been surprised before that somebody surprised you, something's happened and you were speechless? This is what the Bible declares as joy unspeakable well, I wish anybody 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 want joy like that joy unspeakable full of glory can I tell you the Bible declares that in his presence uh, there is fullness of joy can I tell you I can't afford to stay home uh, even after a long days of work uh, because when I step into the presence of God uh, I'm stepping into the fullness Oh, I wish somebody would give God praise. Hey, you might be tired and weary. You might be weighed down with anxiety. But when you step into the presence, you're stepping into the house that is full. Hey, if you don't feel good right now, I want you to clap your hands. Because in this room, there's a fullness of a fragrance of joy. Oh, I wish somebody would tap into it right now. Hey, when I feel weary, there's joy in the house. When I feel broken, there's joy in the room. Oh, I wish somebody would clap your hands and shout joy. Come on, shout joy. Come on, if you feel it in the house, shout joy. God's people should be happy people. And on the other side, doesn't it feel good right now? On the other side of human emotion is the low point of the spectrum. The low point where things have been rough. Am I preaching to anybody else besides myself? The times have been tough and you've got some, some not so far distant memories that still bring you to teardrops welling up in the corner of your eyes. You've got some stuff in your life, some financial dilemmas that haven't been sorted out yet and it's brought you to a low place of human emotion. And when we get to those points that we've ran out of answers and we've ran out of questions to ask God to even get an answer, sometimes you can't help but weeping. Sometimes you can't help but crying. I'm reminded of a woman named Hannah, 1 Samuel 20, where Hannah was praying. She was praying so bitterly. 
And the Bible declares that her mouth was moving, but words were not even coming out. Oh, I feel like I'm talking to somebody in the house. She was weeping so profusely that she ran out of words. Joy can be unspeakable. And sometimes tough times can bring us to a point of having no words. That all we can do is weep. But what if I told you I had good news for you? What if I told you that tears were a good thing? What if I told you that tough times are inevitable, but everything is temporary? It's all right if I'm just talking to you right now. What if I told you that what you don't see happening, what you don't feel like is happening, what if I told you your tears were a good thing? Because what the psalmist is trying to write in Psalm 126, the psalmist most likely being Ezra the prophet, as the children of Israel are coming out of captivity. Anybody felt like you had some stuff that was holding you back from a blessing? Children of Israel are coming out, coming out. I pray somebody gets this in your spirit. They were coming out of the grips of stuff that was binding them a rut that was in their life, something that was holding them back. And they were coming out of a season of distress. Can I tell you what the Holy Ghost told me in, in prayer tonight? He said, tell my people that have been distressed that you're coming out. the Holy Ghost. Hey, I come to tell you you can't always stay in distress. You can't live in a low place. You can't stay in hard times. I've come to remind somebody that Psalm 30 and 5 declares that weeping may endure for a night, but right behind the weeping, he said joy. Hey, I come to talk to a mama and talk to a family. If you've been crying, if you've been broken, I've come to tell somebody that joy is on the way. I wish somebody would, would let the Holy Ghost talk to you right now. I've come to tell you that tears are a good thing. Oh, somebody lift up your voice. I feel the Holy Ghost. Come on, Mary, don't weep too long. I come to tell somebody, don't, don't cry too long. When the tears dry up, something has to sprout. Oh, I, 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 can't, I, hope we can, I hope we can put verse 6 back on the screen. The Bible declares that. That as Ezra's ministering to the spirit of the children of Israel coming out, coming out of a season of distress. The Bible says that he starts trying to paint a picture, Bishop. He tries to paint a picture of what it looks like when you're coming out of the hardest season of your life. If I'm preaching to two people, come on, God, God, let me stop in Anderson to preach to two people. He tried to paint an image of what it looked like 
for a man, for somebody coming out of the season of distress. And the image he's trying to paint is a man that's walking in a field. And he's got a basket of precious seeds in his hand. And in this basket, in this basket, somebody shout this basket. In this basket is everything that he is hoping for. Because a farmer doesn't plant seeds hoping they won't sprout. A farmer plants seeds hoping he'll have a harvest. I come to tell somebody, if you've been showing up to church faithful, you're not showing up for no reason. And I come to tell somebody that you're not showing up for no reason. Because they that sow, they that sow shall shall reap. Hey, can I tell you every time you put one penny in the basket, one penny in the offering, you can't help but reap. Every time you give God one prayer from your lips, you can't help. I wish somebody was letting the Holy Ghost give you joy right now. You can't help but come out. You can't feel joy moving in the room right now. Everything that's in this basket. I just, want, I just want you to wave your hand at me. If you got some prayers, you're saying, God, I need it to happen swiftly. And the Bible declares that what he's doing in verse 6 is that he goes forth in his field and he's throwing seeds. He's throwing seeds in the field. And every time he throws seeds, he's saying, I hope something comes out. I hope something happens from me throwing these seeds out there. But the Bible declares that at some point of him bearing precious seed, at some point the basket is empty. He can't do anything else. There's no more seeds. He's, so, he's put everything in the field that he can put. He's put all the energy he can put. I'm preaching to some teachers right now. I'm preaching to some people right now. I'm talking to song leaders and praise team leaders. He's done everything he can do. So now he's standing in the field with an empty basket. He can see the seeds. He can see the soil. But he doesn't know if anything is going to happen out of what he just did. And because he doesn't know, because he doesn't know if his prayers are going to be answered. I'm preaching to people. I know the Holy Ghost. I know exactly who the Holy Ghost is talking to right now. Because, because he's waiting for something. He can't see the seeds sprouting in the moment. And because he doesn't know if the seeds are going to sprout up, the Bible declares that from his face, he begins to cry out of desperation, out of anticipation, hoping that something's going to come out of the ground. And as the tear drops from his face hits that soil, what he doesn't know, Brother St. Clair, is that his tears are the water that the seeds need. 
What he doesn't know is when he gets down on his face and he doesn't know if God's listening to a word he's saying. Those teardrops that fall in the carpet are the water that the seeds need for something to sprout up in the field. I come to tell somebody on a Wednesday night, what you don't know is tears are a good thing. Oh, I wish somebody would lift up your voice. I come to tell somebody, don't be weary in faithfulness. You've done everything you can do. You've put everything in it you can put in it. And don't let your tears scare you. Weep, mama, weep. Cry, daddy, cry. And let God reap in the field. Oh, I wish somebody would put your hands together and say, God, I believe your word. I believe your word. Weeping may endure. I'm preaching to people in hard times. I'm preaching to people in rough stuff. Weeping, weeping. There has to be a reaping. So can I tell somebody some good news? What if I told you you couldn't get to the reaping part without the weeping part? Well, I wish somebody would hear me right now. I ain't, I'm not trying to preach a sermon that's pretty. I'm trying to, I'm trying to preach right where we are. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to let somebody know that you can't cross the bridge to reaping a, a miracle in your field uh, unless there's some tears on the other side of the bridge. What if I told you that tears were tied to the miraculous? Is this all right tonight? What if, what if I told you that morning, my God, I feel the Holy Ghost, that morning, morning was the birthplace of a miracle. What, what, he said, preacher, we, we, we're not sad, yeah, not in public. I haven't been weeping, no, not in public. But I'm talking to people that you stand in your kitchen and you put the bills on the table and you say, I don't know how we're going to pay these. Can I tell you some good news? Your tears are tied to your joy. And I come to tell somebody in the Holy Ghost that if you keep putting some water on the seed, something's about to happen. Come on, everything you think you're losing, I come to tell you, when you start losing water from your face and it starts touching the ground, something has to come after the tear. You don't believe what I'm telling you? He said, weeping endures for a night. But after the tears, there's joy. He said, I got a message for my people. Isaiah 61. He said, he said I, will, I will appoint unto them that mourn. Ooh, I feel the Holy Ghost. In Zion, this ain't for the world. I'm preaching to the church tonight. Uh, he said, I will appoint to them uh, that mourn in Zion uh, to give them beauty uh, for ashes, uh, to give them the oil of joy uh, for mourning. Uh, there's only one word between joy uh, and mourning. Uh, there's only one. God, I feel the Holy Ghost. You're just one church service away from getting a miracle. You're just one altar call away from getting a breakthrough. You're just one more teardrop away from getting a breakthrough. You just... 
I wish somebody else would run an aisle. I wish somebody else would get some. Hey, I come to tell you, there's something about to happen in your field. Weeping, 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 weeping brings a reaping. I wish somebody else would let it get in your spirit. I wish somebody that's been going through it would run around in the field. I wish you would take a lap in the field. I wish you. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody worship God. I feel it. I can't tell you I can't tell you when but I can tell you when you start worshiping and you start weeping there's gonna be come on they ain't the only family that needs a miracle I'm preaching to your family I'm preaching to my family I'm preaching to your prayers I'm preaching to my prayers you Come on, the Holy Ghost is stepping in the house right now. Come on, if you're in the pew with your husband and your wife, I want you to grab your wife by the hand right now. Come on, keep praying. The Holy Ghost is moving. Come on, everything that you think is impossible that's brought you to your knees, that's brought you to your lowest point. What if I told you the distance between joy and tears wasn't far at all? What if I told you the distance between weeping and reaping wasn't far at all? What if I told you that your crying wasn't far from your miracle? What if I... Come on, I want you to bind together and pray right now. Come on. Come on, everything you're praying for. Come on, the, come on, the basket is empty. Come on, the energy reserve is empty. Come on, your strength is weak. But weeping may endure for a night. But when the sun comes up in the morning, there's some seeds that are sprouting in the field. I know it's a midweek service but guess what things can happen in the field when you're so tired you done drug yourself to the house I've got one more If you need a miracle in your family, I want you to lift up both hands as high as you can get them. Come on. I'm I'm convinced that some people they don't get their miracle because they don't want anybody to see them see them cry. They don't want anybody to see them weeping in the house of God. But Hannah, when you weep at the temple, you can't help but have a miracle come forth out of your wound. You can't help but have a miracle come forth in your house when you bring your tears to the temple.
Come on. I want you to hear me. I want to know how long it's been. That's the question we always want to answer. God, long, God, how long does it have to be? How long do I have to wait? How long, how long, how long before, before I see a miracle? It doesn't matter how long it's been if there's tears that's been saturating the soil. You can, you can count on an evangelist. The Bible says that all scripture... It's given for inspiration. It's given by inspiration. And it's profitable. But you leave it up to an evangelist to take one scripture, Luke 11 and 35, to take one scripture which happens to be one of the shortest scriptures in your Bible. Two words. Sorry, John 10 and 35. Two words. Jesus. 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 How do you get inspiration out of that? How do, you, how do you get strength out of two words? Can I tell you some good news? We've got two sisters that are crying because their brother is dead. you got two sisters weeping because they lost something that was precious to them. you got two sisters that are, that are heartbroken. They don't Lord, we know we're going to see him again in the resurrection, but we wish you would have come. We wish you would have answered our prayer. We wish, we wish something would have happened in the field sooner. But can I tell somebody something at FPC tonight? God's timing is perfect. And two words. Standing. He just lost one of his good friends. And I can see Jesus standing at the tomb of Lazarus. And I can see a teardrop coming in the corner of his eye. That teardrop got down by his cheeks. Got down about by his chin. Teardrop falls to the ground. 
the same ground that had a grave. Said the same ground that had a grave. I, I know you don't, you might not know much about me, but I'm not preaching something I haven't lived. Three years, 10 months, 1,410 days, my wife and I prayed to have a miracle because we couldn't have children. Three years, 10 months. And I can't tell you the amount of times I'm standing in a conference preaching, preaching revival, seeing miracles everywhere. And I went home and my basket was still empty. Is this all right? I can't tell you how many times I've seen my brothers and sisters, everybody's being blessed around me. In my field, there's nothing growing. And we wept, and we wept, and we wept, and we wept. But God is not a man that he should lie. Isaiah 55 and 10, he said, As the rain coming down and the snow from heaven, and return it not thither, but watereth the earth and maketh it bring forth in bud that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. He said, so shall my word be. He said, my word is like water that penetrates the ground. And you can't weep without reaping. Can I say it again for somebody in the back? It's impossible. If you've been crying, you better hang on and wait for it because you can't help but have a miracle come after. Which is why you can't have two words. You can't have John 11 and 35. You can't have Jesus weeping. And nothing happened. Does anybody hear me tonight? Because once that teardrop hit the soil, Mary and Martha's weeping. But joy was on the way. I don't think anybody, because before you know it, Jesus is saying, hey, the weeping's over. Hey, roll away that stone. Lazarus! Everything that you think is dead, every promise that you think is over, every prayer that you think is finished, I come to tell you, when you start weeping on those tears, you put... There's an anointing that begins to flow when you begin to weep. There's something that begins to flow. The woman with the alabaster box in the book of Luke, she came behind the feet of Jesus. And the Bible says she began to weep. And as those teardrops began to fall, there was an anointing that began to flow. I know we got people in the altar already, but I want you to hear me right now. If you've been going through some stuff in your family, If you've been battling some stuff in your world, your life has brought you to some tears that nobody even knows about. I wonder if we can be transparent in our field tonight. 
I wonder if you can make an effort to walk to this altar like you're walking around in your field of unanswered prayers. Come on, I want you to walk, walk, come on. And I'm not asking you, I'm not asking you to be emotional. I'm not, ask, I'm not asking you to be theatrical and create tears. I'm asking you to tap into a desperation that you want God to do something that you, that you have convinced yourself is impossible. And I want you to extend up both of your hands to heaven right now. And I want, you, I want you to water. I want you to water the soil of your field right now. I want you to open up your mouth and begin to pray from your soul, from the, depth, the deepest part of your heart. Come on, that's it. Come on, more. Come on, more. Come on, everything that's hurting you, everything that's troubling you. Come on, all the pain you've been through in the last few months. Uh, I want you to put it on the altar right now. Every fear, every doubt, every struggle you're battling in your mind. Uh, I want you to let your tears uh, meet a miracle tonight. Uh, I want you to let your weeping uh, meet the reaping of your field tonight. Come on, from your heart. Come on, pray with all your heart. If it's been a long time you broke through in spirit and you've lost your prayer life, I want you to let the soil be saturated, that your prayers will break, that something will happen in the supernatural. Come on, young people, I want you to pray for your parents. If you've been praying for them to come, come back home, I want you to pray. You've been battling with tragedy after tragedy, hard time after hard time, and you think the season's permanent. I've come to tell somebody on a Wednesday night, when you start weeping, there's joy coming in the morning. Come on, after the morning, there's a morning. Come on, after the morning, there's a morning. After the weeping, there's a reaping in your field. Come on, if you need healing in your body, I want you to pray. Come on, come on, you've ran out of prescriptions and they won't refill it for you. I want you to pray to the God of healing that he will step into your field right now. Where are the mourners? Where are the weepers? Where are the prayer warriors that know how to touch God with your tears? Come on, that know how to move the heavens with the water from your face.
Come on, if you gotta get down on the floor, come on, if you gotta, if you gotta get down on the carpet, I want you to water your the rose in your field. Come on, something's about to sprout that you've been waiting for a long time. Come on, before the week is over, somebody's about to have a sprouting. Come on, I, I don't want anybody to be ashamed. Come on, don't come on, your neighbor's not looking at you. Your neighbor's crying too. Come on, let those tears flow. Tear after tear, trouble after trouble. He said, My tears have been meat both day and night. But joy, joy, joy you might be raising your kids by yourself mama but when you start weeping there's a strength that comes to your house joy 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 you haven't had in a long time joy you didn't know existed joy in the name of jesus Come on, brothers, I know, I know, I know society says uh, that you're not strong, you're not a man. Uh, if you don't let tears fall from your face, uh, well, I come to tell you, uh, I would submit to you uh, that if Jesus let water fall uh, from his face, uh, what, what, what would my tears do? Come on. You don't, have, you don't have to try to keep convincing your wife uh, everything's going to be alright uh, when you don't know if it's going to be uh, when you don't know if anything's going to happen in the field uh, but I can tell you assuredly the Holy Ghost uh, that if you put some tears on it uh, if you put some water on the sea I can tell you it's going to be alright hey,